calling all financial advisors. Get ready to boost your practice, portfolios, and network at the Exchange Conference, happening in sunny Miami from February 11th to the 14th, 2024. At Exchange, you'll gain valuable insights to grow your practice and sharpen your investment acumen with the top investment experts. But that's not all. By attending, you can earn over 10 CE credits and join a network that goes beyond business. Join a community that's dedicated to your success. Learn more and register now at exchangeetf.com. One fund on point for today, the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon. He's vice chairman at Vetify. And at Vetify, they have a suite of tools that is going to help you become a savvier, smarter, better prepared investor in exchange traded funds. Check it out at Vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is the Global X. Super Dividend ETF, ticker symbol SDIV. SDIV, the Global X Super Dividend ETF. Why Super Dividends right now? Well, as you know, this year, it's been all about yield. It's been all about the Fed. It's been about the messaging. It's been about interest rates, Chuck. But many feel today that the Fed is done or very, very close to being done hiking rates. So what does that mean for your fixed income portfolio? It's really nice to get paid being in money market funds about 5%, but if we actually do have a recession or weakening in the economy at all, the Fed will come in and start chopping. That's good for the economy, not bad if you're an income investor. So. Like in the past few weeks, Chuck, we've been talking alternative income strategies. This is one of those strategies that it's very unique. What it does is invests in 100 of the highest dividend paying equities from around the world. When you think about some of the yields that have been kicking off here, distribution yield for the last 12 months, Chuck, 12.85%. Last 30-day yield, 11.27%. So, if we're going to be in a world where rates will be lower a year from now, here's a way where lower interest rates really helps move global economies, which would be better for the companies that are in this ETF. At the same time, if you're getting those high yields in a diversified way, not bad to consider this if you're a fixed income investor. Let's talk just a little bit about that strategy. You know, if you're looking at those high yielders, some folks would say companies pay high yields for bad reasons, right? You've got the dogs of the Dow is a strategy where they're called dogs for a reason. Do you worry at all that in this higher rate for longer environment where we've seen dividends rising up, that there's any trouble baked into this kind of fund that people need to be aware? Yep, you're getting this great yield but you're getting it the same way junk bonds give you a higher yield as well. So is there any concern there because you're fishing at that end of the dividend pool? Absolutely, Chuck. You have to look under the hood. This is a diversified ETF. About 27% are in financials. Guess what? Higher rates have actually done really well for financials. And with the recent messaging from the Fed, you can see areas, even like regional banks, have had an unbelievable past couple of weeks. So that's not bad. 
The second sector, energy. Energy prices continue to be high and the market is sustained during that period of time. Consumers are doing well. They're able to continue to pay higher energy prices. Third sector, materials. Materials prices continue to be high because materials are in demand. We actually see recovering economies because of not only the consumer demand, but future rate cuts. That's going to do very well for materials too. So again, it's not perfect. And getting back to what this podcast is all about, it's identifying trends. And as you point out, we are slightly below the 200-day average on this ETF. If we were actually to see it go above, great buying opportunity. But if things were to head south, use that as your trigger, as your safety valve to be able to sell it. While you're in, if you get some appreciation and you get that high yield, not a bad deal. You answered the 200-day moving average question before I even asked it. But there's another side to this one that I want to touch on as well. You know, I'm always asking you, where does somebody take the money from to add something like this? It's a really interesting question with this because you're probably buying this fund because you want income, but you're getting an equity fund. You're not getting that much overlap with your plain vanilla growth funds because those own the big name securities that are not necessarily the highest yielders. So you are getting that diversification factor. That being the case, where does the money come from if you're taking something from someplace else to put into this fund, particularly as it crosses, hopefully, the 200-day moving average? So a couple things, Chuck. First, investors in the U.S. are sitting on more cash than they have in 10 years. Most investors, even if you have an advisor, there's a bunch of money that's on the sidelines. Again, you're getting paid for it, which is great. But the whole idea is a year from now, if people are right, that you're not going to get paid 5% in the money market fund or, you, or you're not going to have that money in the CD. How do you move it into a diversified way and you bring up the right points, not just going for yield, but also putting that back into the market? We've had some pretty good corrections the last couple of years. Here's some areas where you may be able to buy in at lower prices as they go above their trend line, at the same time, get paid waiting for these markets to recover. This fund has been around for a while. I'm curious if we see rates start to fall next year and we get back, not necessarily to the low kind of rate environment that we had for years, but to something that more resembles what's been the norm over years. Is this fund still something you would want to be holding? I, I get that it could be a 200-day moving average play, but did this fund perform and deliver the oversized yields you wanted at a time when fixed income was delivering nothing? Well, it was really tough to not win during that period of time if you've got a high dividend ETF. And again, why are you investing in it? You're bringing up the right points, Chuck. It's diversification from an equity standpoint away from your core, highly correlated S&P 500 allocation and also getting paid a decent yield. When a period of time we had for a long period, rates were very low or next to nothing. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, but you got to keep an eye on the trend. You got to keep an eye on the moving average. And if you've got some money on the sidelines, not a bad idea to push a little into this, but watch it really closely. It's the SDIV, the Global X Super Dividend ETF. The ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, great stuff as always. See you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. 
The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jeff. Yep, that's me. And if you want to learn about my hour-long weekday podcast, go to moneylifeshow.com or look wherever you find your favorite podcasts. But if you want to learn more about exchange-traded funds, make sure you go to vetify.com where their suite of tools will help you become a better, more informed, well-rounded investor in ETFs. They're on Twitter or X at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon, my guest, he's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We will see you again next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing.